Is Gary still dead? Uh, yeah, currently. Currently. Um, don't worry, we're working on a revivify spell. Um, we might have to put back body parts that were cut off and everything, so... You know I don't, you know I don't keep that shit. Oh, well... It's like, like asking someone to keep a receipt. Yeah. A bleeding, festering receipt that attracts flies. There was a reason why I said, can you give me a hand? It wasn't I needed help. We're trying to reattach. Oh, so, so I could have been, like, uninvolved in the whole thing. Oh. <laughs> yes. You know, that probably would have been the smarter move from a le- oh, oh, fuck. I, fuck. I forgot we're recording. <laughs> Little red light means good. Not Little. even gonna ask at this time. <laughs> oh, hey. Welcome back to the emergency adventuring party. Wait, no. I fucked that up. <laughs> good thing I'm not running the game this time. Oh, shit. Well... <laughs> What happened last time, guys? We didn't die. <laughs> or did you? <clears throat> I mean, he has a point there. That's true. We really don't know. No, yeah. we're still in color. Yeah. All the black oh, yeah. and white people so, died. So we are in this uh, s- small <clears throat> rural town, and uh, we've got Sammy Delight over there, who is a... Sunny. 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 Yes. But her name is Samantha. Yes. But she's made of sunshine. And she is uh, an FBI agent who is investigating reports of some uh, Russian planes flying over the uh, border. Mm-hmm. And then we have uh, Mrs. Cleaver, for, uh, Betty Cleaver, who is the wife of the town sheriff. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, just the you know av- typical 50s housewife who does all the shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and then... Because her husband's have, useless. Uh, yeah. mm, yes. <clears throat> and then I have Bronson Douglas, uh, radio host, rabble rouser, and now uh, self-declared uh, candidate for mayor of this town. Who? And you've been here for how long? I, I like to think that he's actually been here before. I meant today. Five uh, hours? Yeah. Yeah, yeah about, about five hours. That tracks. Well, last we left, Bronson had stepped out of Wright's uh, <clears throat> diner, uh, right this way, and um, as as stated, he has inflamed and sensed some of the uh, crowd, and not quite as much as he was hoping for, but, you know, there's no pitchforks or torches, so that's a fantastic start. Um, you got a 19. So. Yes, indeed. So, Bronson, give me a um, perception check, if you would. Um, it will need to be six or better. Two. <laughs> One of these days. Wow. One of these days, we you will suck. see something. Um, unfortunately. Oh, no, no, that's a 20. Oh, okay. Yes, that is a 20, actually. There, there's a two on there. <laughs> The two was facing me, and there was a two on the, but it was indeed a 20. Yeah, he didn't even move his hand, 100%. It was a 20. Um, all right, so with a 20, you can easily see um, the, the main person who was uh, listening and piping in um, had a uniform for Driscoll's, uh, which is, uh, as you may recall, the general store just for <laughs> sons. Um, but as you're giving this passionate speech, um, Driscoll starts 
um, reacting in color. Um, he starts coloring a bit. Um, and after you get off your soapbox, um, quite literally, um, you find he's making his way over to you. Well, of course I'm going to go talk to someone who actually seems to be engaging and paying attention. He's not like all the, these other sheeple. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, that is, uh, that is some very unique outtakes that you have on, on our fair mayor. Um, what, where did you come from? What, what, why have we not heard <coughs> these ideas before? Well, I'm, I'm from, uh, Texas as well, you see, and I, uh, and I have a radio show that where I go on and I expose the truth, and I get the feeling that your mayor there isn't really interested in making sure people hear the truth, so he, uh, probably makes sure not a lot of people here have radios. Um, uh, well, you know, we, we don't have a, a whole lot, but, I mean, that's not unheard of. What what kind of radio show do you uh, say you run again? I run one where we, uh, it's a weekly show, uh, the Douglas Truth Hour, where I just spit straight truth at you. Okay, all right. Well, um, I, I'm sorry to tell you, but you won't be able to be mayor. The the running's already closed. There's nobody. Nobody allowed to, I mean, nobody that can run against him because the deadline was two weeks ago. And they're very strict with their deadlines around here. Ah, I see. Well, you think there's anyone else that has put in a, a, a uh, candidacy then? Uh, you know, he's been mayor for the last 15 years. I'm not saying that there's something odd going on, but he and the sheriff are awfully chummy. And I, I don't know. I... I I think, I think there's a re there might be a reason why nobody nobody does anything, but that's just that's my daddy sitting here telling me that 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 man's crooked. So, do I know anything about Driscolls? Um, you can give me a knowledge. Um, what kind of knowledge skills do you have? I've got history and conspiracies. Um, yeah, go ahead and give me a knowledge history role since this is local history. This is going to be a bit more difficult because you're not from around here, so you're going to need 12 or better. Rolled an 18. Okay. Um, so you know Driscoll's. Um, they, they have been um, the primary grocer around here. They're one of the four big stores. Um, their kind of moneyed family, quote-unquote, um, for as much of a moneyed family as a small Texas town yeah. can get, they're they're big, they're little fish, big fish in a little pond kind of thing. So this guy's dad is probably like the closest thing this town has to like an economic leader. Most likely, yes. Well, why isn't your, uh, your has your father given any interest in stepping into the ring? Oh no, no, uh, not after Mama died. Um, he 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 stayed clear of politics. He just wants to make sure that. Me and my brother have uh, a store to run whenever we reach his age. Right. Well, uh, small businesses are the lifeblood of the uh, American economy. Um, give it, me... Uh, just give me a straight D20 roll and let me know what it is. Uh, that's a nine. Okay. Uh, 
Um, all right, excellent. Thank you. That wasn't suspicious at all. Not <laughs> suspicious at all. Um, so the crowd is still pretty riled up around you, and you're getting some laughs and jeers, and, and some people are listening to you. Um, what are you two folks doing, Miss Sunny and Miss Betty? Um, that's a good question. I'm I'm gonna try to get hold of my partner. Okay. <clears throat> but actually, using the radio this time since we're not in the middle of a mob. Mm-hmm. Hey, um, Bill, this is Sunny. I am in the diner, and I just want to check up, make sure you're okay. His name is Robert. Yeah, Bob. 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 Yeah. Bill could be a pet name, you know. I said <laughs> Bill. It's an inside joke. Uh. Bob, where are you? I mean, get back to me ASAP, please. No response. Uh, you, you sit there and wait for about five, ten minutes. You see um, this yoo outside. I'm making sure he's not going to get himself shot. <laughs> raising, a, raising a situation. But so far, there has been no gunfire or any pitches or pitchforks or torches. Yet. Uh, and, and no word from Bob. Miss Cleaver. While she was trying to call her partner, I was I was whipping up a few snacks real quick, mm-hmm. and I'm carrying them outside. You know, anybody want some snacks? Okay. Um, do you have like a crafting skill? We'll see uh, how many you make. She's a fiftieth housewife. She should have that on default. Yeah. For cooking, but <clears throat> I mean, I didn't really cook. I just. Okay. Oh, I have a mixology. Yeah. So you, you know, I mixed up a few snacks. Okay. You made sandwiches out of flapjacks and yeah. sausage. <laughs> Breakfast sandwiches. All right, roll me a d20. You need at least three, but the more success. 13. Uh, you whip up quite a bit. And... Yeah, I just kind of take them out and, and, and try to calm everybody down that's near him that's being okay. the anger portion, not the going with him. But... Okay, yeah, yeah. You're not trying to convince them to vote for the no. angry little man? No. Um... I'm just, you know, here's some snacks. Okay. All right. You know, making the atmosphere. Food, food always makes everybody feel better. Making, right. making the atmosphere around the angry little man nicer. Yes. So, um, a bit of time has passed. Uh, and between the snacks and the um, poking the mayor's uh, grandiose speech, um, y'all managed, managed to have enough time pass that the crowd begins to disperse and, and uh, as it as it breaks apart and agent delight is still trying to raise bob um bob bob's your uncle bob bob is not in the crowd whenever it disperses oh no what's Yo. the matter dear my partner has disappeared apparently we're going to say like, probably about an hour has passed since the beginning of this entire speech ordeal. Well, you probably stumbled too close to the truth. Like, what kind of partner? My subordinate agent ah. is with me on this. Okay. What did he look like, dear? You want me to make a bob? Sure. Okay. Uh, quite a, bit, a little bit taller than me. Brown hair that, you know, is starting to bald a little bit and go gray. Um, a very nicely trimmed beard. 
he kind of has that that nice father look, you know. When I sent well, them off to the diner, do I remember seeing someone suit. like that in the crowd before I headed off to the diner? Um, not to your recollection. You might make a, just a straight intellect check and see if anything stands <clears throat> out. If you have any skills that might apply. No, but okay. so you're you're looking for twelve or better because it was very crowded. I'm going to spend an effort and at least make it nine. Okay, nine. My pencil went. That'll put you at ten. Ten. Nineteen. Nineteen. As a matter of fact, because you were uh, winding your way through the crowd... um, Whenever you went up to give your husband and the mayor the martini um, and gave him a peck on the cheek, um, you saw Bob behind the stage. Um, He was just standing there. He was kind of protecting and overlooking, but um, that's the last place that you saw him. So, oh, I I remember the the guy with the beard. Yes, yes, it was very well groomed. Very, very nice looking. He's a sweet guy. Yeah, yeah, he was back behind the stage when I uh, was was trying to calm everybody down, and I sent you guys here. Okay, I guess um, I'll start looking there first. Thank you, Miss Cleaver. No problem, no problem. Do you, know. do you think you can hand, handle a small anger man? Make sure he doesn't get himself shot. I mean, <clears throat> I'm sure I could calm everybody down. Okay, just want to make sure I'm not leaving you unprepared or, you know, unarmed. No, and that no, you can I, handle it, but I, you... I might try to uh, get some alcohol in that little man. So while Are this you... is all happening, I would like to go ahead and <coughs> spend two points of might, or just one because of my edge, and use impressive display for anyone that's still paying attention. Where I like just do something <coughs> just real. Okay. Like, uh-huh. So. One, what do you do? Like, and what are you, what are you attempting to uh, do, uh, achieve with this? So I'm, what I'm thinking is like I, I've got this soapbox that I'm on. I imagine there's probably some other like real heavy boxes or something like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, just in my, you know, just kind of ranting uh, diatribe, uh, talking about how uh, how the strength of a community is. When they all come together, uh, and I say, uh, you know, when you've got a bunch of, when you've got just one person here and one person here, and I'm like taking some like milk bottles out of a giant box, uh, or, and I'm saying, uh, you know, they don't, you know, these aren't very strong. They're just, they aren't tough. They, it's just one. They doesn't weigh that much. But when you've got a whole. So I pick them up like they're nothing. But when you've got a whole bunch of them sticking together, just just roid rage. Except he's probably not on steroids. Just lifts up the whole like giant ass box that says, uh, <laughs> "You will hurt your back if you lift this alone." Get two people to help you, and it says, and uh, it says, "Then it's much tougher to lift up." Okay, now tell me what the effect does. Uh, I gain an asset on all interaction tasks with people who saw me use this ability. Okay. All right. 
So um, give me a might check um, with any applicable skills for that. And it's going to be six or better um, to make sure that you... Uh... It says that I just do it. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Very cool. I mean, I can I can roll a mic check to see how impressive it is. I'm good with that. <clears throat> That's 12. Yeah. You're very impressive. Uh, in fact, you hear from the crowd, is that man part ant? I hear they're supposed to be very strong. Um... <laughs> so... Uh, yes, uh, the the uh, remaining crowd, which has dispersed quite a bit, um, you now have an in- asset when interacting with them. Uh, I'm going to just kind of like pull them about weird stuff that's been happening in the town. Just not not necessarily talking about the mayor, but like asking them uh, like what sort of strange, unpleasant things have been happening in the town like before anyone showed up. Okay. Trying to angle for the, uh, for the light that uh, Farmer Tate saw. Okay. Um, what skill do you have that you're using? I think this is going to be more of a uh, seeing through deception, maybe, or public speaking. I'd say seeing through deception may apply. So. Okay. And I've got the asset for that. Uh, mm-hmm. So you you can get a automatic success because it's six or more because you're trained in the asset that brings it down to you can choose to roll against that six or more for the potential of a critical success. So yeah. do you want to just take a success or do you want to go for a critical? I think I'm going to go for a critical because okay. even if I roll below the six, it's still I still get it. I just don't want a one. Yep. That's twelve. All right. Um, so you're making your way downtown. No, uh, sorry. Making your way. You're making your way through the crowd. You're working the crowd and talking on that. We'll come back to that, and I'll give you what you find in just a moment. Um, last I heard, you were looking for Bob. Gonna go look for Bob. Okay. Um, and what were you doing, Miss Cleaver? I'm sitting on the bench near, um... Brent Bronson over there, and okay. uh, I pulled out one of my romance novels, and I'm kind of keeping an eye on him at reading. Okay. All right. Um, so since she had started with Bronson, we'll do her, then we'll jump over to you. Um, so as you're uh, looking for Bronson, uh, Miss Cleaver does tell you that the last he had been seen was behind Bob, the Bob, stage. Bob. Looking for Bob. Uh, I'm sorry. Looking for Bob. <clears throat> Bob, Bronson, Billy... <laughs> Mr. Clark, Agent Clark. Agent Clark. Um, last you had heard, Miss Cleaver had said Agent Clark was near the stage. What do? So I'm heading straight for that stage. All right. Um, as you get near the stage, of course, the mayor has gone. Um, Nick, the Thank sheriff, God. is mm-hmm. not there either. Good. I know that highly disappoints you. So um, much. She had another cup of coffee ready for him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of coffee, though, uh, you do see Frank Wright. Um, he is sweeping up the stage. He is just cleaning this general area. Um, whereas whenever he, he had left y'all before, he was somewhat suspicious of you and angry um, with a tint of color. He is now full Technicolor. Um, and he greets you. He says... Oh, Agent, how are you? Hi, Miss. Hi, Mr. Wright. You feeling better? 
Uh, I I am better than I've ever been. Uh, how? What can I do to help you? Um, I was just wondering if you've seen my uh, partner Bob, uh, Agent Clark. Um, give me a perception check on him. Let's roll above a five, please. <laughs> I mean, it's above five. Nine. <laughs> Three was your target. So um, this is definitely a success. Um, <laughs> Finally. The, as you may have guessed, the sense of otherness, anger, rage, that empathic feel um, is disappeared. Um, it is actually... He's nearly in a state of euphoria compared to what you were feeling before. Like, it, it, it is night and day, mm -hmm. uh, dark to light, literally. Um, but you are also now picking up a little bit of his thoughts, which is weird. You haven't, you haven't had this before. And everything that you're gathering is he legitimately wants to help you. Um, he does not... So much he recalls how he was acting before, but that's not who he is, and mm -hmm. you you can tell that that was that Mister Right now is <laughs> Mister Right. <laughs> I'm not looking for Mister Right. I'm just looking for Mister Right now. <laughs> well, the Mister Right. That stands in front of you now. I think that is the best way I can say that and not be right now. Um, Mr. Wright is now normal. Um, is very much the feel that you have. Um, but he tells you, oh, no, I, I saw your partner. Um, he was leaving with the mayor and Nick. Um, they seem to be very friendly. Um, Did you happen to see which way they went? Uh, well, they got in the mayor or in the sheriff's car, and they were driving off down the road. So I don't know where they went, but they started heading east. So okay. they might be going out to uh, Farmer Tate's farm. Uh, the last we had heard. Okay, I might ask Miss Cleaver what's out in that direction, since she seems to be very knowledgeable about this place. <laughs> and I'll let her know that you're feeling so much better. Thank you. I, I, I owe you my life. Um, it's I, that was a that was a truly awful experience. So well, not me, but you, Miss Cleaver. Yes, and I'll let her know. She'll probably come check on you too. She seems that kind of nice, motherly person. Indeed, she is. I don't know what our community would do without the Mrs. Cleavers around here. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm going to thank him, and I'm going to go head back to the diner to check in with the two people who seem mostly sane in this. That's a stretch. That's, that's a stretch. Speaking, speaking of mostly sane, we're going over to Bronson. Yeah, the stretch. Uh, so you work the crowd, and uh, between your impressive feat of strength um, and your oh-so-eloquent and convincing way of speaking, um, they, they begin to... Let slip um, that the lights are new. They 
they haven't seen that before. Um, what the authorities have said, what Nick has said, what the mayor has said, is that they're probably just them damn commies coming across the border. Um, and that gets you fired right up because you, you, you are on a great topic there. So they are, they, it's kind of creating an echoing chamber that you're like, yeah, fuck the commies. And, and they're like, yeah, fuck the commies. Um, but no, you probably spend a good 10, 15 minutes working through the crowd. Um, and what you find interesting, there's probably about, um, what did you roll? You rolled a 12? Yes. Okay. Um, probably about three different people um, that they don't get much color, but just kind of like Franklin was, they started getting the cheeks colored a little bit. Or not Franklin. Yeah, Franklin and Nick um, started getting a little bit of color in their cheeks. Um, as you spend time talking to them, you notice them starting to rosy up a little bit and, and going from there. So, after a little bit of time, though, uh, Miss Sunny Delight comes over here with an uh, intent look on her face. It looks like she might have some information. Miss Cleaver, I have a question for you. Yes, dear. Uh, do you know what's out east of here? East, east. I'm not real good with directions. Do you mean, do, do you mean, um... I'm going to point. Whichever direction's east here. Well, that's the way I came from. That's uh, Mr. Tate's farm. Yes, indeed. Okay. Because it sounds like uh, your husband, the mayor, and Bob are heading that way. Son of a bitch, they're trying to silence him. Trying to silence who? The man. Wait, wait. The man's the one that does the silencing. No, they're trying to silence Mr. Tate. Why, why would he do that? Don't think Bob would be on board with that. And, People can and get worked up into a mighty frenzy when you uh, say the right things. Like you're lose, doing here? Lose all sense of compassion and and, uh, and logic and reason. We gotta go over there now. Well, my car's just There's right goblins there. goblins coming for Mr. Tate, and if we don't strangle out the goblins, then they're gonna take over. You I don't did, think anybody will hurt Farmer Tate. You do know that... One he's of, already going to, for his bike. One of the goblins you're talking about is her husband. But he's law and, enforcement. He can't be trusted. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I kind of agree with that <laughs> as a federal agent. <laughs> I can neither confirm nor deny. He's already going for his bike. I was going to say, well, dear, I think we already lost him. Yeah. So... Can your car handle whatever's out that way? Oh, I'm sure it can. Okay, because otherwise I've got a truck. Whichever. With... Up to you. It's just an obnoxiously loud bike. It's like, no, it's <laughs> you can oh, hear it. Oh, my lord. Before we leave, let me let me grab something. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. going to head back into the diner. And, <laughs> and I know where Franklin hides his alcohol, and I'm going to make sure I refill my flask and everything since I've used some of it. Um, before y'all head out, um, you said your badge is on your belt? On my belt. Okay. Um, make me a... What skills do you have? What Uh, skills? (coughs) I am trained in positive or pleasant social interactions. 
as well as medium light weapons and persuasion. What's the treated like royalty? Treated like royalty. When recognized as a member of the government, you can be seated at any dining establishment, no matter how full, get any room at any hotel, that means others are turned out. Be let into any court or other structure where laws are decided. Be invited to any gala and get a seat at a private function of any sort. In addition, you are trained in persuasion. Enabler. Okay. So give me a persuasion check. Difficulty uh, three. Is that after being... Eaten? Yes, that's after. It's You're just trained in persuasion, right? Yes. Okay. So four, six, I think. That's a 17. All right. Um, as you're walking to the car and you're waiting, or the truck and you're waiting on her, um, there's some outliers on the edge of the quote-unquote square um, <coughs> that really didn't want to have anything to do with him. Um, but Which him? Watch, Which uh, him? Uh, 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 the mayor or the crazy person? Didn't want to have anything to do with the crazy person, Bronson. Um, <laughs> but as they see your badge, um, they're just like, oh. They find it odd that you're a woman, but they're like, oh, thank goodness that the law is here to take care of this. Um, and you see them see your badge, mm-hmm. and then color starts applying to their, their cheeks. You, you got two ladies and a gentleman um, that, okay. that are there. Okay. Okay. Um, so you refill your... Pooch and uh, head on out. Yep. And make sure I grab my purse, too. Yes, grab that purse. All right. Okay. Cleaver comes walking across the the way to you. I will open the door for her, get her unled in. Oh, thank you. Thank you, sweetheart. And uh, buckle up. (laughs) Oh, yes, dear. Yes. And I'll climb in, shift the sting into drive, and we're off. Bronson, did you wait, or did you just take off? He just took off. I just took off. Okay, all right. Um, I mean, he's not speeding or anything, yeah, so yeah. they can catch up to him. Okay. And it's kind of not hard to follow you. Yeah. <laughs> a loud motorcycle. <laughs> uh, can I go ahead and take a uh, recovery roll while I'm... Sure, absolutely. All right. Um, what what level recovery do you want to use? Uh, about how long is the drive? Um, it's probably about a 20-minute drive. I'll go ahead and use my 10-minute one. Okay. And while we're driving, I'll inform Miss Cleaver about how much better Frank's doing. Oh, good. Good, good. And he also, is such a nice man. He is. Totally different from when you got him up and going. Yeah, that was, it was really weird. He's never passed out like that. I bet. Took me throwing some water on him. Wow. Yeah. But yeah, he was all colored up and pleasant as pie. Brings me back up to full. Okay. And, um... Saw a couple other people who were, you know, brightening up before we headed out. So, something weird's going on here. I mean, this is a small town. Weird things do tend to happen. Ever had something weird like this happen? No. (laughs) No. I think the weirdest thing was probably when... Drexel's wife, no, no, maybe it was before she died. Let's see, she, uh, oh, yeah, yes, she met a man that came into town, ended up pregnant. It was, it was 
It was the talk of the town. I can imagine. Yes, yes. That Scandal. was the, the the weirdest thing that's happened. Uh-huh. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't describe it as weird, but um <laughs> certainly a thing. Well, nobody knew the man. I mean, he just kind of showed up. My wife and I haven't had sex in two years, and we have a six month old daughter. <laughs> <laughs> ah, you're just getting paranoid. <laughs> You've been locked up for five years. Oh, no. Um, well, on the way out there, um, they do manage to uh, catch up to Bronson, if that's his desire. Yeah, um, yeah. He's like, oh, good, they're here. But Bronson recalls the way to the Tate farm. Thank God. <laughs> um, since he is staying there. And by this time, it's... It's getting on to late afternoon. Um, you're heading east, so sun's starting to head towards the horizon um, back the way you came. Um, and so there is a lot of trees and an open road. and um, You have little dirt roads cutting off on the left and right as, as you go through. And eventually... Um, this just obnoxiously loud motorcycle uh, pulls onto a dirt road that it's been before. And uh, you'll make your way up to the Tate Farm. Are there any other tracks coming this way that look fresh? Uh, make a perception roll or a tracking roll. Um, anybody can <coughs> who wants to uh, see it or just straight intelligence. It's going to be, it's been dry, so it's going to be nine or better. Oh, I got a nine. Okay. I got a 19 again. I'm oh. too busy concentrating on driving forward. Because <laughs> I'd roll a two. <laughs> Y'all do see uh, a set of motorcycle tracks. Um, looks like going in and coming out. And y'all see um, some tire tracks going down the road, but it doesn't turn by Tate's house. Um, they just keep going down. Hmm. Okay, I'm going to make a note of that. And so whenever you pull into Tate's farm, um, Farmer Tate has heard you coming again, oddly <laughs> enough. Um, uh, and he says, Bronson, what brings you back so early? Oh, well, Mr. Tate saw the, the darndest thing at the uh, mayor's rally there where he sent me. Give me a perception check. Not trained in it, so. Uh, that's fine. That's a one. <laughs> okay. Y'all can give perception checks as well. Um, <laughs> Mine's a one. <laughs> Eight! <laughs> well, the standard is six, so <laughs> our secret agent is uh, the first and only one to notice um, that y'all all do feel the just wave of hate coming off uh, Farmer Tate. Um, Y'all two will take two intelligence damage. <laughs> as uh, And it's not just hate that you feel. Y'all just feel the hate. It's just a negative emotion. You have noticed that it's not so much hate that you're feeling. It's intense greed. Um, it, it's nearly making you sick to your <clears throat> stomach because... You're feeling that this man 
sees a way for himself to be famous through Bronson. And so every time he's looking at Bronson, this this overwhelming nausea just hits you again because his greed just spikes. And so he's being friendly, mm-hmm. but it, it feels nearly oily. It's like coating your skin. You just not not getting a good vibe from this guy. And of course y'all all notice he is monochrome. As is the rest of the world. <laughs> <laughs> that makes the cornfield that much scarier. Yes. Good evening, Mr. Tate. Is that is that correct? Uh, yes, yes. And and who might you be, darling? Agent Delight. You can call me Sunny if you want. Um, have you seen the sheriff and the mayor? Uh, I'm sorry, ma'am. I was I was talking with Bronson. Oh, it's okay. This is all this is all getting recorded. So if you don't mind, I'm I got my little tape recorder out. It's like a. Got to keep, keep the public officials accountable, you know? Oh, of course, of course. And so you see him light up, and he he gets real talkative. Um, but and I'm wiping my hands on my pants because this might feels check, creepy. And it's going to be nine or better. <laughs> That's a five. All right. You're going to take two mic damage. Okay. And so you bring out the tape recorder and start talking to him and you see uh sunny over there just and and she runs over by the side of her truck one, and one literally second. loses her lunch <laughs> yes um miss <coughs> cleaver's over there holding her hair and it's it's, it's okay dear it's okay that... it's all that alcohol you've been feeding her <laughs> I mean, some alcohol? people just can't hold it Alcohol. True, true. I'm more sober than the rest of you people. Uh, so you break out. Mm. Man, I don't drink any alcohol. It's the devil's, uh, devil's nectar. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Leads to communism and aliens. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, Bigfoot. <laughs> no, Bigfoot's one of the good guys. Oh, okay. My bad. My bad. Uh, but as we sit here, you bring out the uh, the recorder, and uh, he says, "Well, what?" He he leans his head over. And he's craning over the microphone like he's clearly not used to talking into any type of microphone. And he's like, what can I tell you? In between wretches over here, you hear, ask about Bob. Have you seen a, another man wearing, wearing a suit? Think of hers, except instead of that dress, uh, a little skirt, got pants, uh, Brown hair, balding, uh, beard. Got a beard on him. No, I haven't seen him. Are they like the skinwalkers that you were talking about? No, 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 no. These might be some of the few honest civil servants we have left in this country. All right. Um, I don't see through deception. (laughs) I want to see through deception to see if he's. That's a ten. Um. He is not deceiving you at all, um, but um, let me see how NPC attacks work. Oh, boy. Um, you you just said the craziest thing he has ever heard, um, that there are trustworthy government agents. So he thinks <laughs> that you are, um, you are a skinwalker. Um, so. Oh, no. All right. I mean, man, you don't fuck for skinwalkers. <laughs> so give me a uh, either um, might-based or speed-based defense. 
roll. Um, the difficulty six. Okay. Uh, difficulty six is that I need an 18 to dodge, or? No, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Difficulty two, you oh, need okay. a six to dodge. And if you're trained in any of those defenses, that lowers I am not. Okay. I'll just roll for it. Oh, yeah, I make it. I got an eight on my might defense. All right, so as you say, these are the the rare, trustworthy government agents. Um, you hear them yell, What have you done with Bronson, you no, no, no. demon? And he takes I, a swing. I, I hold back his punch. <laughs> no, they're, they're trying to make him disappear because they know too much. Uh, make a uh, make a roll to try and convince them, persuade them, if you have persuasion. Um, no, I don't. It's going to be six or better, because he wants to believe you. Okay. Uh, I will go ahead and spend a uh, point effort on that. Okay. To make uh, uh, a success. Again, he wants to believe you, so uh, he, he's he's swinging there for a minute, and you're like, no, no, and of course you're recording all of his <laughs> uh, rambling about you being a, uh, a crazy man. Skinwalkers do indeed exist, and I think the mayor might be one. And so... Uh, you get them, you get them calmed down and, and look, sometimes people just get all fired up in this line of work because you roll, uh, your perception and you're still recovering from that. Yeah. You feel him switch from greed to hate just like that. Oh God. And, and now he's back to greed. Like you, you can tell mm-hmm. he, he is, he is swinging, not just fists. <clears throat> you know, I, I think you could use, uh. Some of uh, Miss Cleaver, Mrs. Cleaver's uh, delicious uh, food and drink. Uh, do you have anything that this uh, fine gentleman can have? I mean, I always have snacks. Let me, let me just get in my purse. You look like you, you know, you've been starved by the by the cowards who run this. About this time, he looks over and he realizes. That it's Miss Cleaver that he's seeing, and just a look of intense fear flashes across his face, and he says, "No, no, no, no! I, I'm, I am sorry, Miss Cleaver. I, I, I didn't, I didn't see you there. Uh, I, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go back inside. Uh, just, just you stay over there. It, it's gonna be uh, okay. You're not gonna have in, any problems out of me. I don't want anything from you. No, she, she's no, here no, to help. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm so sorry. Just forget, forget I said anything, and just look of sheer panic. And he, he turns around and he runs inside, and <clears throat> you hear the door slam, and you, you can hear some sounds inside, but you don't know. Uh, Bronson turns to Mrs. Cleaver, points to the, the house, and says, I told you, goblins. Was that normal? No. Right, well, we saw another pair of tracks coming, uh, going you, past here. You haven't interacted with Tate a whole lot, so, I mean, you don't have a lot. He's he's one of the rural families. You're usually kind of like the socialite in town, quote-unquote, um. So, it doesn't fit with what you've heard. Um, yeah. But then you don't have any personal basis on this. So, the way I see it, we can either go take a look at the, the swamp where uh, where Mr. Tate saw the light coming, or we can follow that, that uh, second set of treads out. I don't have the right shoes for the swamp. 
What can, size you wear? If, you're, if they something like mine, we can get you some boots real quick. I mean, do you have anything in a seven? Yeah. Yeah, we, I, I got some spare boots in that size. Would okay. you believe that I wear a women's seven? <laughs> All of a sudden, she's nine feet tall. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get her some boots. They may not match her pretty dress, but... Um, they clash with her outfit. But at least, yeah, that's, you know, that's she can make it through mud. At least we won't be, you know, seen by very many people in town. I mean, the, the no matching kind of bothers me, but... They're black. You know. Black is with everything. That's true. That is true. And I have the black purse. That helps. Yes. All and right. is there any chance that uh, the direction we're going is going to get us to the bogs, too? It may. Um, you don't know. You have to follow if well, you're following the... That's going to hurt. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I have never been to the bogs. I, I really can't say. Well, I guess we're going to find out. Um, Mr. Douglas, you want to ride with us or you want to take your um, bike? Well, if we're trying to be quiet, I'm afraid to say that I like my vehicles loud, but, uh, well, I guess I'll take a ride. Okay. All right, so y'all all can give me a difficult, so 12 or better, um, um, tracking roll to see if y'all can track the, uh, car traces further down the road. Another one. Yes. Y'all have rolled more ones tonight. I'm about to fire you, pretty girl. That's another one. <laughs> oh my god. Round us out, Ray. Trying to see if I had anything that could add. Oh, I got a ten. Unfortunately, you can, that's you not. Can, you can spend effort. Maybe. Uh, well, oh. normally yes, but oh, since yeah. you two rolled ones, um, <laughs> I'm going to take a GM intrusion. So. Um, Actually, both of y'all, since y'all both rolled, um, the GM intrusion, y'all both get an XP. Y'all both get an XP to give to somebody else. I should have done that Let's just give it to each other. Okay. (laughs) We're so bad at this. I'm sorry. I forgot about the intrusions earlier. But this intrusion is, y'all are going down this dirt road, and y'all are 100% certain that you're following these tracks. The dirt road runs out. And y'all have this brilliant idea that it's probably going to be still straight, right? And and so y'all are driving around the swamp and get horrendously lost. Oh, my God. Um, Y'all eventually find your way back to the main road. It's probably about 2 a.m. Y'all are all beat. And uh, through sheer luck, y'all manage to find your way back to uh, Tate's farm. Uh, the the house is dark. It's essentially like boarded up. Like they they are not coming out for the night. Going to activate my night sight. Okay. So I have a cipher where I have a pair of amateur night vision goggles. Okay. They can be used for a total of ten hours before the bailing wire and duct tape can't hold them together any longer. <laughs> so uh, and I'm going to like carefully look around see if there's any like signs of of stress or anything entry exit um okay give me um search perception any kind of skill that you might want to apply that's don't have anything okay. all right all right 
I'd say seeing through deception, but if there's no deception going yeah, on. Yeah, they're not actively, unless they're actively trying to. So, uh... Do you uh, beat the nine? Because that's your standard. I think I'm going to... Would, I, would you say that the cipher gives me an asset? Yeah, of course. Okay, so then so I'll that go would ahead be spend, six or better. I will spend some uh, intellect to make that a six. Okay. All right. Um, so you all roll up, and uh, Bronson looks over at you all, and he fishes around in his pants, and he brings out this pair of goggles... And it looks god-awful. It looks like he took a couple of uh, cups and painted them green, and it's just wired together. Somebody clearly made these or, or gave these, but they're, they're not professional. Um, and he puts this on his head, and he starts looking around. He's kind of stalking around, seeing what he can find. And you see... Uh, one, no signs of foul play, violence, anything. Um, from what you see through the windows, um, it doesn't look like there's anyone inside Tate's home. Um, you can't be certain because you can't see all of the house, but it is very still. Now, it is 2 a.m., so they may be passed out, uh, but it seems uninhabited. One thing that you do know, there's no animals around. Um, so whereas he was out working with the chickens this morning, you don't even hear chickens right now. Well, this is all kinds of unsettling. And he's going to very slowly and quietly open the door. Okay. What? The truck door or the house door? The house door. Okay. Okay. What are y'all doing with... Uh, I'm watching this like, what on earth are you wearing? (laughs) Okay. So she asks you, what are you wearing? These help me see the truth. So. Yay. Yeah. You edge up and you open the door. And as expected, it just... Mr. Tate, you're awake. Just carefully stepping in, looking around. Now, you have the creaky wooden floor. You're looking around. Stick to the uh, carpet. There. This, this is no the carpet, carpet kind of no home. Carpet. No this rugs, is, no carpet. Yeah, this, uh, this is a uh, wooden shack, um, essentially. And so, you look around. As you look to the left, you see a kitchen. It's got a table, a little wood-burning stove, a little pipe leading up. Nothing there. You look over to your right. Probably what you would call a sitting room. It has a rocking chair. And it has... Looks like somebody has darning set down beside them. Clearly making a blanket. And connected to that room is a closed door. And uh, 
connected to the kitchen is another closed door. No steps or anything like that? Okay, mm -mm. I'm going to first go to the kitchen and carefully uh, listen against the door, see if I hear anything on the other side. Okay. Make a difficult, so 12 or better. 20. Okay. Nice. Very nice. Um, whenever you roll a 20 in combat, you can uh, dictate something. So I'll describe the scene, um, and if there's a piece of information that you would like to ask about, I'll, I'll give you that information. So you gently put your head against the door. You've got your ear rested to it. And you can hear the floor creaking under your own weight. You can hear your breathing and how you're brushing up against the door. You can hear the door kind of flexing in the frame as you press your ear against it. But on the other side, what you hear is complete silence. You don't hear house sounds. You don't hear anything. It's just absolute silence. <coughs> Except for that. <laughs> now, with a 20, can I go ahead and say that if there's a sound on the other side of the door that I can, on the other door, that I can hear it from here? Okay. Um, if I can tell you now there's not a sound for you to hear behind okay. that door so, so. Um, you don't hear any breathing or anything so okay I guess what I'll ask instead is does it sound like it's silent just because there's nothing moving or does it sound like it's silent because something is deadening the sound uh, have you ever been like walking next to some sound dampening panels? Mm -hmm. You and I are both in music departments, and it it feels different when it you're does. walking past them. Like you feel like a sense of disorientation mm -hmm. because you can't hear. It's the lack of silence or the lack of sound. Uh, yeah, lack of sound, a physical presence. Um, from where you're at, you don't feel a physical silence, if, okay. and that might be the best way. Uh, it is it is completely silent, so you don't get that feel, but that's because there's something physically between you and it. You you can't you can't feel that physical absence of okay. sound. So with that in mind, he's just gonna go ahead and open that door. All right. How how do you open it? Quickly, slowly. These are squeaky, oily, uh, squeaky, rusty hinges. I bet it's. He's just gonna go ahead and throw it open. Okay. Do you go through? Do you stay there? Uh, he does not go through. He's, he looks first, looks okay. before he leaves. He's still got the night vision goggles. Yes. And so you, you're you sitting there, and Bronson... Stand. He's short, but stand, I... Can... Yeah, I'm sorry. Figuratively. Um, so Bronson is standing there, and all of a sudden he grabs a handle, and he throws it open, and he looks... And what you see is odd because for a moment you see that room in color. And then it goes monochrome. 
And within, you see Tate, absolutely monochrome, um, collapsed on the floor. He's not breathing. Um, and there's no sign. Uh, so you saw the darning um, on the bed. You see that there's clearly should be a second occupant. There's only Tate. There's no sign of struggle, no sign of violence. Um, only this, this farmer. Not breathing, uh, no heartbeat. Correct. Dead? To the best of your knowledge, from standing at the doorway. I guess I'll have to go in and, or I guess I'll, uh, yell out, get in here, quick! And go rush to check on him. Do we hear that? Yes, yes. Y'all can y'all can easily hear that. There's an eerie silence settled across the yard. And so that's actually where we will end this episode with uh, Bronson yelling out, Get in here, quick! As he stands over the dead, question mark, body of Farmer Tate. Questions, comments, thoughts? Not Bob! Bob, don't die! Alright. Well, as uh, I was expecting Ray to say, we haven't died yet. Uh, so. Emphasis on yet. I mean, it's true. We have right. not. Please kill Bronze. Yes. <laughs> uh, also, Gary's not dead. Uh, so I guess uh, we'll have to see you on the next episode. Uh, do y'all have any shout outs or plugs that y'all want to throw out right now? Oh, I'll plug you. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Easy there, Sheriff. Got a real pretty mouth there. Lily, I hope the dice that I bought for you are working better than the ones I bought for us. <laughs> because, damn. I rolled two 20s. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, also, like, three ones. But... Yeah, that's what I meant, the three ones. <laughs> we'll see you next time, where the dice are the real enemy <laughs> on Average Adventuring Party. They are. <laughs>